especially with some avenues on this team. I mean, Samson, we'll get into it. I don't want to bust her not too early, but <laughs> yeah, spoiler alert for Duds with that name. Yeah. Okay, let's get this right. <clears throat> What's up, Nana Nation and lovers of the Toronto Maple Leafs? I'm Anthony Alhefe, joined by Ball Walker, lifelong Leaf fans, getting down and dirty and doing it. Ball, how you doing, buddy? I am doing good, and hello, happy holidays to all our fellow Leaf fans and to you, Alhefe, and your family. Excited Thank to be you. here Thank you. for the holidays and, and talk wish- about the Leafs. Yes, I couldn't agree more. I want to wish all Leaf fans everywhere a happy holidays. And you Senator especially. fans, you got the lump of coal you deserve. <laughs> Man, just, well, we can't, we can't really, yeah. Oh, here we go. All right, we're starting it off. Yeah, you know what? I got I to gotta do it. Let's see if we can get a little, oh, maybe no sound effect there. Yeah, El Jefe is blowing dust out of an old tequila glass shop. He's pouring the alcohol. He's cheersing leaves down the gullet. Let's see it. You know what? For our Mexican god and savior, Austin Matthews, let's do this. Deservedly so. (laughs) Austin Austin Matthews endorsing alcohol. Let's go. That's right. Let's go, baby. You know what? Yeah, pound it with a white cloth, folks. Get the real imagery. Ooh, let's start off right there. Austin <laughs> Matthews. Bah, an Austin Ma- an Austin, a healthy Austin Matthews is a lot like the best Christmas you ever had. Uh, di- agree or disagree? Uh, absolutely agree. I still think back to the memory of getting that first overall draft pick and how excited I'm fired up I was. We were recording live on the podcast when the news came through the wire, and I couldn't be more happy. But, I mean, we didn't know who Austin Matthews really was at that time. Mm. Did we think he was going to be a Rock Richard? I mean, we all hoped he was going to be a Rock Richard winner. But this year, this year is the first Matthews takeover season, in my humble opinion. He's always been very good, but this year he is inserting himself and taking over games and controlling the flow of games, Austin Matthews, our savior. Uh, of course. I mean, at this point, he's just playoff success or a championship away from being the greatest Leaf of all time already. Like, I mean, he is that good. And he's he's still on fire this season. Like, he is scoring at record pace. And honestly, Ovechkin, old news, old news. Because Austin totally. Matthews is going to beat the Gretzky record. That's who it's going to be. Yeah. The greatest American 100%. player ever. And, and yeah, greatest American player. I mean, we can get into it because uh, the World Juniors is just around the corner. The American program is so good right now. It's, it's finally paid off all those years of dumping money and coming close. Their team, their national teams are electric. And we could be into um, an era where American hockey will run the globe. And Austin Matthews <laughs> is a forefront Everybody uh, says golden goose, you know, like he, yeah. if he gets going, that team is electric anyways. Like, I mean, they, they've got monsters on that team and they've got players that can go Tage Thompson. They, they have Washington to win. Buffalo. They have to win something. They have to win something first. Let's, let's keep that in mind. <laughs> I mean, I hear how great this American team is. No, no denying it. No denying it. Okay. Well, um, well, it's been some time since we sat down and did this, so we got lots to go over. Um, I'm looking at the record in November. Seven wins, three losses, two overtime losses. Uh, and then the December record, so far four wins, one loss, and three overtime losses. Uh, and then if we wanted to add this Buffalo game, which is slowly getting out of <laughs> getting out of hand, we're like just waiting for the third period to start. Uh, they might notch their second loss of the month. I mean, the month is almost fucking over. And to have, like, you know, two losses, but three overtime losses, I'm having a hard time getting mad at this schedule, my man. What do you think? This is basically 700 hawks, 750 um, winning percentage. It's pretty decent hockey. The Leafs have been pretty good over the last six, six seven weeks. Yeah, you know what? There, there has been some issues, but this is a completely positive pod for me to start off because the Leafs have been playing well. And even before earlier in the season, when we all, like I said, had our issues of like 
man, there's no regulation time wins. And like the Swedish trip, when they came back, they seemed to kind of get off to a, a little bit of a slow, laggy start. They were still winning the games. I mean, even if it was always going to overtime, they were still winning. Like, And not only that, this team has a history of around November, December, turning up and playing some really good hockey. And they're continuing that with a couple of players, especially Austin Matthews, leading the charge. And it's been... It's been fantastic. Like it, it, it's good hockey. You expect to win every night, and that's when you know your team is good. A hundred percent. Another name. Uh, I'm just gonna I'm gonna get it out of the way early because this might be a giant Austin Matthews blowjob. But <laughs> I'm I, he's my A one bud for for the last little bit. Um, has to be. Has but to not be. for yeah. Has to be. Uh, I mean, leading the league twenty. What is it? Twenty six goals now on this season. Uh, just an incredible stat considering we haven't even hit the all-star weekend. This guy has more goals than most of the league is going to get this season. Uh, he's on pace for get this ball 67 fucking goals in the season. Go fucking go. figure on pace. Yeah. 67 Lee fans, favorite number. <laughs> All right. He's, he's on pace for that. Uh, he has something wild. Like he has more multi-goal games than he has single goal games, which is a crazy ass stat. But there's been only four games where all season where he scored one goal. Mm-hmm. The rest of the time have been multi-goal games. That is not to mention three games with hat tricks already all season. Like this guy, we can't, I can't express my appreciation for him enough because he's been that damn good. And this is like, Austin Matthews has been good for a while, but like I said earlier, it's takeover year. Like, like drop the blueprint to takeovers begun. Jay-Z, let's go. Like, I am so amped up for Austin Matthews season. It might be jersey buying time. And I'm last year, I brought, no, wait, what was it? What was the loss to Montreal playoffs in 2017? Yeah. No, 2019. After 2019, I swore I'm not buying any more Maple Leaf merchandise until they do something. Now, winning one round of the season, one round of the playoffs last year was a start. But daddy likes sugar. Give me some more sugar. Let's <sighs> go, baby. Actually, I think Montreal, was that COVID? So 2021, but, uh, or whatever. Yeah. I, you know what? Still my favorite jerseys, the Centennial classic. I have Austin Matthews. I rock that all the time. I've rocked that on the pod numerous occasions. Mm-hmm. I, I, I still want to, yeah. In the middle. Yeah. yeah, I still want a Tavares jersey with the C, just an Oakville kid, local. Like, I really want that jersey. But besides that, Austin Matthews, just incredible. He is, every night, in consideration, a top three player in the entire league. You can put, fine, Connor McDavid, whatever, but he's fighting for number two right now. Like, he is consistent. And, yeah, he's had some injury uh, bugs in the past, but he's been solid. He's great in the face-off zone. He is throwing bigger hits right now. I mean, like you said, 26 goals. He scored an absolute beauty tonight. Multi-goal games all the time. I mean, he basically sh- should be wearing the C if Tavares was not on this team. Like, he is a leader in all intent purposes. He's always in the commercials you see. Like, this guy is a rock star. He's playing like it. And this is just such a big spotlight for him to perform in, especially in the NHL. And we're getting the All-Star game. And he kind of knows it, and he's taking over. And yeah, the spotlight at the start of the season was Willie, who has trailed off mm-hmm. a bit recently. But Matthews is just Mister Fucking Consistent. Like he is, he is just and- my favorite player on this team. Like he's all of our favorite player on the team. Even if you make arguments for other players, you're just in the back of your mind always keeping Austin Matthews there. A hundred percent. Listen, Bob, as uh, Austin Matthews, Austin Matthews truther, I'm going to tell you. Get right down to the balls. Just enjoy it because this <laughs> BJ is going to be one for sure. Okay, um, you, know, you mentioned it, yeah. you mentioned something like the <laughs> you mentioned something about Willie, and I, I just have to say something. He's kind of trailed off because he's not getting like a goal and assist every night. But as soon as his point streak uh, streak snapped at 17 games, he went three games without a point and then picked up, and now he's on another point streak. He's like eight games now, including tonight. Uh, he's right on back on track. I'm looking at Willie's points, team leader in points with 41 points, 15 goals, 26 assists, uh, 41 points on the season. Uh, there's a good chance this guy might hit 90 to hundred points at the end of the season. And if he's going at this pace, there's no excuse that he couldn't be. Uh, there are 29 games played now. He's at 41 points. If we just do some quick math on pace for uh, close to hundred points, 
So uh, let's go. Matthews, 37 points. They almost have flip stats where Willie has 15 goals, 26 assists. Matthews at 25 goals, 12 assists. Very close there. But uh, you expect those guys to be at the top of the leaderboard because they are, you know, big ticket players. Yeah, not only that. And just a quick shout out, too, because you're just I'm looking at the stats with you as well. Marner right there with 34 points. Like, I mean, I shit on Matt Marner just like the rest of us because of the whole contract and we just get pissed off easily at this guy sometimes. But I mean, he's up there. He's dishing it out. I, I wish sometimes he'd give a little bit more, but he went on that tear when he had to wear the uh, face like the fishbowl or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But but yeah, Ma- Matthews and Willie, I mean, this is just a uh, awesome team. I mean, nice. Like, like just going through the whole lineup right now, it's just some good eating. Good eating as Lee fans. Yeah, uh, 100%. I was chatting with um, TSN personality uh, Cheryl Pounder today, two-time Olympic gold medalist. Uh, oh, she's a close personal friend of mine. And uh, she, she, she said to me today, how do you feel about your team? And I said, honestly, I could, I could maybe bitch that the defense is a little weak. I could maybe bitch that, you know, they're goaltending the situation. But these are situations that they saw in advance and worked around. I mean, the goaltending three-player carousel is what it is. And Martin Jones is what he is. I mean, Martin Jones is playing all right. But, you know, we all know Martin Jones isn't going to be in there for 25 games. You know, I don't think he's your proper number two. I like him as the option. Uh, And Joe Wall, you know, as soon as he gets back into shape, that's going to be great. And that's going to make the team a little bit more consistent. But this team is sensational top to bottom, despite its warts. Despite the holes that you see in the defense and all that other stuff, the defense is still making plays. The defense is still making things happen. The defense is still showing up every night. Yeah, Riley's having a year. Riley's having a year. Riley's having a year. You know, I, I love I like, that was one of my points I was going to bring up is he might have his defining season this season. Like Matthews, yeah, for sure, is having uh, probably a career year. Amo is is not too far away. Like Mo is right there. I'm I'm happy to see it, and I was a little bit nervous that because that contract had kicked in, what what level of uh, compete? We're not compete. I think he always competes, but like where he's going to be. I think Morgan Riley is right in his wheelhouse. I think he's playing tremendously well. He I think he's doing. A lot, a lot of little things really great. And he's moving his feet. Like, he, he's always yeah. been a great skater. Um, and he's always been a great forward-moving skater. I always got a little bit nervous with him backpedaling with the puck. I always felt like he was bound to cough it up. But I, I'm loving Morgan Riley's game. And, you know, put him right after – as soon as we're done finishing a, uh, Austin Matthews, we're right on to Riley. Like, dick riding all day today because it is going to be a good one. Yeah, and, and, and also – Quick shout out to all the Leaf fans there who have been desperately wanting Morgan Riley off the power play one. You know what? I have heard that chatter and I have never agreed with that. And after the experiment of John Klingberg, who's now on Robida Island, enjoy the vacation. Uh, Mo, when I see like, okay, tonight, this Buffalo game is out of hand there. Yeah, they've blown it. Samson off shit the bed. The game's over. Spoiler alert, people, since this game will come out the next day. <laughs> uh still it's just when and also i want to remember to bring this up about sheldon keith always consistently bringing out like the fourth line and then some of the stuff he does even though he is one of the most winning coaches out there right now but it's just like watching the power play come on the ice it's like okay yeah Lilligren, he's good like i like these guys like the puck Bring the big boys out. Bring the big boys out. We all have that same thought. Like, just play the entire two minutes at this point. Just have Matthews, all those guys cycling. Once I see Mo step over the boards and I see him at the blue line cycling on the power play, it's like a breath. It's like a sigh of relief. There might be the odd chance that we're going to give up a shorthanded play. But on the power play, you've got to be just going full offensive. That's why everybody and every Yahoo is screaming shoot in the crowd because that is just natural instinct on the power play. And when Mo's out there, it's just like, okay, Big boys are coming out. Matthews is coming out next. Let's go. Yeah, I, I love I love the action. Um, power, you know, I, I, get, I disagree with you. I don't want the big boys playing the full two minutes. I really like that second line when it comes over where you have Domi, um, Nyes, 
Um, and whoever else might Bertuzzi might be banging around on there too. Like Bertuzzi isn't like your ideal um, power play player, but what he is is a fucking grind. And you know, like he's just like that engine sludge you gotta live with. You know, like he's just yeah. grimy. He's in there, and you know what? Power play goals can be pretty. Usually are pretty, but the ugly ones count too. And he's great at getting those ugly goals. Um, and he's also going to go into the corner. He's going to dig it out. He's going to make the effort. And we're seeing that with his play right now. Bertuzzi, uh, in my opinion, on the turnaround, not going to lie, probably going to say his name a couple times uh, before this pod's done. But I'm loving what I'm seeing. The power play isn't great, and it's not perfected. But I'm liking this power play a whole bunch more than I liked last year's power play. Yeah, definitely. And, and just a little course correction, too. I didn't, I didn't actually mean for them to play the full two minutes because I, I like that second power play too. What I meant more is when the other one's not going as much and there's still time going down, you also, it's like, okay, time to change it up. And you want the big boys out there, not necessarily to play the whole friggin' two minutes. That'd be crazy. And because you're going to give a little shout out to Bertuzzi, quick shout out to Domi as well, especially on that play, because he is starting to heat up as well. And I was saying this to the guys, yeah. at, I was saying this to the guys at work. Is it not the most like, natural feeling just to see Ty Domi as a parent in the stands at Air Can or at <laughs> Scotiabank Center, I guess it's called now, or just on the dad's trip, just like Brian Austin's dad is just talking to Ty. And it's like, yeah, Ty, it's like, welcome home, buddy. Like Max is part of the team. This, this feels right. You know what? And, and that, and you, you're a hundred percent right. And Domi, you know, I liked Ty Domi, but I was never like a Ty Domi fan. Um, I, you know, I was happy I, I, this is how I felt about Domi, like Domi, Tucker, all those goons that kind of played and then whatever. For me, Domi is more, Domi and Tucker, same boat kind of guys, and Shane Corson and um, what's the other dude's name? Um, all the guys I love. MacArthur, <laughs> uh, like all those guys. This is how I, felt, I always feel about those guys. I never loved them on my team, but I would have hated them if they were on another team. So would I, lesser evils, have them on my team so I never had to play against them? 100%. Oh, so Hawks was I guess, the best, man. Come on. <laughs> but, you know, Domi, like, Domi, the most interesting man on the planet. Like, you saw him, um, he's on a dad's trip, then flies down to Vegas for that uh, grand opening, that big-ass casino, and you see uh, this room full of people. Elon Musk, uh, Warren Buffett, fucking Ty Domi. Ty Domi, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Whose face did he plow in to get into this picture? Yeah, that's amazing. Ty's just taken over the world. I love it. Uh, yeah, I'm a huge fan of it. Um, okay, so but I'm curious about your opinion. The amount of overtime games, the amount of overtime wins, losses, shootout wins, losses, all the extra time that the Leafs have been putting in this season – how do you view it? What's your opinion on it? Are you worried about it? Are you not worried about it? Give it to me. Uh, no, I'm not worried about it. Uh, this is still, okay, not at this point. We're not at the beginning of the season anymore. But in this month of, in this month of December, they've kind of course corrected away from that. There haven't been as many extra time games as there was in October and November. So you know what? I kind of give it as the start of the season and yes, every team starts the season the same. So it's hardly an excuse, but we had the Swedish trip and it just was kind of a, a weird start to the season. But a lot of that time were games that we could have maybe lost in the past at the start of the season. We actually ended up coming back, tying it up because a certain, a few players, Matthews or Nylander at the start lit it up, put the team on their back, brought us to overtime and got us points out of times when, you know, to start October, we were always like in a wild card spot and then we would just dominate and go with like only two, three losses in November or something like that. But no, I, I'm not worried about that at all. It, there's there's more than enough time. Yeah, like you said, there's a bit of goalie situation that we kind of need to correct right now and a little bit, a few adjustments and a little more consistency throughout, especially, and this has always just been like a perpetual leaf problem with this team at the start of a game, getting off to a slow start. Right. Holy fuck, that is very frustrating. And I'll tell you one thing too, and this is like, and it's been better the last few games, but the puck around the board and then changing, that is peewee shit, okay? Enough with the penalties there. But again, that, that's gotten a bit better recently. 
So, no, I, to, to answer and to let you answer, uh, no, I'm not worried. Here's my opinion on it. I, I don't mind it at this point, like the first half of the season. I don't mind. And what I really like about it is it forces your hand at being adding more chemistry to the team. You know, like it forces you to have play that little bit extra bit, get a little bit more chemistry, get a little bit better together and making, you know, just making things happen, making uh, chicken salad out of chicken shit. You know, like I just feel like a couple of those games, like you said, they fought just to get to overtime to get the extra point. I'm on board for that. I'm on yeah. board for the fight. What I'm not on board for is like I, the owls hurt, you know, as uh, the emotional roller coaster coaster of being a Leaf fan goes up and down, and you worry about like how it all happens, how it all unfolds. That one I can't remember what game it was, the Islander game maybe where they score with a minute four left, Matthews with a just like just push the puck through with an invisible what's that uh, Street Fighter Ike Coogan dude like one of those. Like, yeah, he just pushes it through the goalie, eh? And yeah. it, it was, like, uh, you know, a big win in that sense, big moral victory in that sense. The end of overtime, they get your ass wiped. And, you know, that's what throws me for the loop. That's, that's what's okay, guys. Like, listen, you work this hard to get one point. Why not fucking finish the job and get the second fucking point? Just do everybody the favor. Do Leaf Nation a favor and fucking get the extra point. Don't, don't give me this. We got one point. Like, I'll take one point because... We're, we're chasing Boston, right? That, that's the goal right now. The goal is just to chase Boston, get that number one seed. Uh, and Boston's a strong team. Is everybody scared of Boston? I don't think so. Boston isn't what they used to be. Um, but they're beating teams. They're winning games. And they're the top of the East. So in that sense, like, you know, I feel like that's, that's the game you have to play. So, yeah, those one points definitely help. But just fucking finish the job. Yeah, we are right behind them in second place, and we're six points behind with the game in hand. So, well, heads up. And we're going to lose tonight, so still with a, Yeah. It's not going to help. It's not going to help. <laughs> yeah, I agree with please. <laughs> um, okay, let me ask you something. I got this name on my mind, and he'll probably be another name I say later on. How do you feel about Nick Robertson? Because right now, look at this guy. Like, he's a COVID kid in the sense where, like, his junior is kind of, like, raw because of everything. He's in his first kind of full season, even though he started with the Marlies to begin the season. There is a lot of attributes I like about Nick Robinson, Robertson. He finds a way to make stuff happen. Oh, at least just rang one off the post. Um, he, finds, he makes things happen, but I really feel like he suffers from the Dubis Leaf era stuff, which was small-skilled player. What's your opinion on Nick Robertson this season? So I actually like Nicky Bobby and I, you know yeah. what? He he's actually grown on me because, and I'm sure I might've said this. I said the exact same thing you said in the past about the whole Dubas small forward. I, I don't think we need another guy like this, but here's why I like him. Your first point, he makes stuff happen when he's on the ice. Not always, but he's a fourth, third liner right now on this team. And that's great. And then I was talking with my brother when we were watching the game a couple weeks ago, and he made a great point, and I agree with it. He shoots on net. I know, such a simple concept. (laughs) But I'm telling you, in the era of constant down in the boards, back passes, constant you're making six, seven passes trying to get the perfect shot when he gets the puck on his stick and it's towards the end of the game or overtime or whatever, he's going to put the puck towards the net. And it's usually Gregor, who I really like on this team, honestly, with his speed. He comes in, there's pressure. So, you know what? For what he is right now on his contract, I mean, why not? He, he's, he brings a bunch of youth. You can kind of throw him out in some situations and, and he competes. And I like that right now. He is definitely not an issue. Okay, so Nick Robertson, 5'9", 175 pounds, uh, 22 years old. This is uh, 18 games into his end. He had um, previously, he's, he's let's see, oh, geez, 2020, uh, sorry, 2019-2020, zero games for Leafs, 2021, six games, uh, 21-22, 10 games, 22-23, 15 games, and now at his current career high of 18 games, three goals, 
six assists, total of nine points, and a plus-minus of plus three. Um, so, under 50 NHL games. So, is it a little bit early to throw the big, the book at Nick Robertson? Yeah, 100%. But I think this is, when you're playing with the all-star to elite talent of Matthews, Marners, Nylander, uh, Domi, if you want to throw him in there, you know, like, um, those are some great guys to learn with and learn from and win those battles and practice to get those one-ups, those plus ones. I don't know if an, if enough time has elapsed for Robertson to kind of show exactly what he has. But here's my biggest fear is like, I mean, you know what? It's a good fear to have, but he plays 50, 60 games this season. And then the Leafs go out and they trade for uh, whatever version of Ryan O'Reilly they're going to get this year. You know, th- that's my big fear that Robertson just gets shoved to the side because He's the first guy out. Like, he's the first guy out of this lineup outside of Gregor. And to be honest, I don't even think they push Gregor out of the lineup. Like, like Nick Robertson doesn't push Gregor out of the lineup. So then who who at that point, you know, like, he's the odd guy out. Like, I can't see any other any other player, like, roster player currently that's going to, you know, he's going to push out of the lineup. So he, in my opinion, he's the odd man out when it comes playoff time or trade deadline time. So he might only get 50, 60 games this season. So I guess the question is, okay, is he a fit now? At a, I think his cap hits a million bucks. So is he, is he a fit right now? I mean, the Leafs have like 14, 14 million bucks in uh, cap space right now. So I, I, I worry that we're going to dump this energy and time and, and ice time to Robertson just to bench him for the most important part of the season. I get what you're saying, but you know what? It's like, that's so far ahead. And and who knows what the Leafs are actually going to do because hopefully Wald comes back and brings back his form. But Samsonov, he is not playing well right now. I, I mean, he is uh-huh. letting in some soft goals. And I agree with you kind of about Martin Jones, but at the same time, the fact that if Martin Jones is your third goaltender, he he might be the best third goaltender in the league, if you know what I mean. Like that guy is a solid backup and yeah, you might not want him to play 25 games, but at the same time, if he ends up playing 25 games with this team, not only is that maybe the best signing tree living did in the off season, potentially because it'll help save our season, but he is a veteran. He's been through expansion type teams with Seattle. He's been in big uh, playoff scenarios with, I think it was San Jose in the past. So you know what? If those guys can carry, but that brings me back to my point of maybe we go after a goaltender because who knows what's right now going to happen with Samstov in the future. Do we go after some defense? Do we go after a bigger body, uh, a guy who's more physical? Obviously, we do want some third-line forward presence maybe in the trade, but at the same time, you're right about Robertson. I'm looking at the lineup just like you are, and yeah, Camp, he's not going to go. You know, Callie's not going to go. Like... Gregor, I like Gregor over Nick Robertson, and I think the lease organization is in the same boat. They're definitely not going to drop him. So, yeah, he is the first guy probably to go. But, yeah, you know what? It's like you're also at that time, like you said, like it, it's time to kind of call who Nick Robertson is going to be as an NHLer. And you know what? If you're going to be that guy who's going to have to go back down to the Marlies during a playoff run and light it up and prove that, you know what? Uh, the Leafs are just kind of a little too deep for you at this moment, kid. So you got to go find greener pastures elsewhere and you can be like a third line starter for Arizona or San Jose or Anaheim or somebody like that. But for right now where he is, it's like, let's go at least get the puck on that. Yeah. And, and the last thing I want to happen is like a Jimmy VC or uh, who's that kid that they got to uh, make sure. Like, okay. You know what, what I don't want to see is I don't want to see them give up on this guy and then he goes to, you know, whatever, Nashville or whatever, and fucking lights it up. That's the worst thing that, you know, like out of spite. And then he burns the lead for like four goals every time he every time he plays against the Leafs. You know, like oh. what I, what I want to see is him, him and maybe he already has, come to the realization, hey, this is my opportunity. I'm 5'9", but I'm going to play like I'm 6'9". Nice. You know, like that's that's my goal. You know, like that's I want him to have that effort. Oh, Riley just went down. He isn't up. Oh, he pulled in his no. shoulder. 
Oh, no. Oh. All right, we're good, we're good. Okay. Um, uh, okay. Yeah, see, the thing about Robertson is I think, like, as much as I like him and, and I said all the positives at the same time, which are good for this season, he, I just don't think he has a future on this team besides what he is right now. And obviously, like any other NHLer, he wants more than that. And maybe deservedly so. And he can get consistent plays, 70, 65 games with the team elsewhere, like I said. So honestly, I get what you're saying. It sucks to happen, but there's probably a better chance than not that he's going to leave. And yes, that means if he does, he will light up the Leafs when he plays us. Like any other former Leaf or anybody who's in a scoring drought or anybody who just got traded to a new team or anybody who's coming back from an injury or anybody who's in their retirement year or a Zamboni driver, just anybody you're going to score on the Leafs. That's yeah. who we are. Holy fuck, go. Goalies fucking go. Goalies go. (laughs) That's right. All right. I want to put something out there. Um, The Leafs over the last uh, week have scored seven goals twice. The first Mm -hmm. happened on December 12th against the New York Rangers. 7-3 win. Um, Guess who was in net for that? Who? Martin Jones. Boom. Now, the second time uh, in this month that the Leafs have scored seven goals, Against the Pittsburgh Penguins. The Kyle Dubas led Pittsburgh Penguins. Guess who who was in that for that game? Martin Jones. Martin Jones, that's right. Um, Is Martin Jones the seven goal guy? Like, is are the Leafs so loosey goosey with Jonesy and Ned that they're just like, let's light it up. Let's go for it. Yeah, I mean (laughs) why not? Why, why not? I mean, there is a reason that they signed him. They know this type of veteran presence that this guy is going to bring. Like I said, he might be the best third goaltender. And again, we got playoff aspirations. So even saying that out loud right now, it's like, no, I, you know what? I have full confidence in Joe wall. I don't give a fuck. That kid is the future right now. Also, I, I hear that. And you know what? What? Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. sorry no, no, no. Question. I was just going to say, I, I've been hearing too about this Hill and B. Uh, Marley's yeah, the guy. That's, he's six, exactly seven. That, that's a wild. That yeah. he's sick as well too, which could be uh, yeah, absolute beauty. So, so here's something crazy. Uh, the hill, the beast, as they're calling him, um, six seven. And as soon as he drafted this guy, he was the Ooh. first player in that draft class to sign an NHL contract. The least wanted him playing in North America ASAP. I think he finished his time in the Swedish league. Then he came to North America, played. Decent with the Growlers and then decent with the Marlies. And this season, he's his the Marlies aren't a great team this season. And his numbers, the team goalie stats, like the win losses, the goals against, um, those aren't great numbers. But what are really good is his save percentage, which I think is like a 945 or something insane. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I'm very curious to see because they didn't they didn't commit to Samsonov or Samsonov. Um, didn't commit to him long term. Joe Wall uh, signed a three year, 750K a year contract last year. So again, this year at 750K, next year at 750K. And then, you know, maybe they give him a decent contract where he's making, let's say, two million bucks or something along that line. Uh, if that's the case, then you have the, the Hill the Beast come in who's going to have a somewhat similar contract. The Leafs might have decent blue chip goaltending for the next four to five years and oh. a ridiculous low cap hit that is fantastic news that is that excites me so much that is like as soon as i was doing a be a gm leaf in nh that was i was making us a goalie farm at that <laughs> point like that that just excites me so much <laughs> i and i love the idea too that the leafs hadn't had a breakout goaltender that they kind of homegrown you know you had justin pogey who everyone thought was gonna be the next ah oh, buffalo just fucking scored again you had justin pogey who you thought uh everyone thought was gonna be the next coming fell flat you had james reimer who you drafted in like seventh round who was like found money he doesn't really count uh outside of that felix goalie sparks like sparks um, he was in the minors forever, came up, and then was just an absolute head case. And then, yeah, you're right. Felix Poffin's the last great goalie that they brought up, they farmed, they they turned into this player. And then don't forget, like, Felix was really good for two, three seasons. And then 
Toronto was like, oh, we have the ability to get Eddie Bell, uh, sorry, Cujo. Let's get Cujo. They grabbed Cujo. Then when Cujo, a couple of seasons with Cujo, then said, we have an ability to get El Belfort. Let's get El Belfort. And they grabbed El Belfort. Like, they, the Leafs have made a, a, have a history, a track record of just signing great goaltenders. I mean, mind you, they haven't had a great success since then. But I love this three goalie carousel going on right now. It is the exact replica that teams like Jersey, teams like Carolina are doing. Although Carolina seems to have gone, unfortunately, their their goalie issue that was wasn't supposed was supposed to be their strong suit has turned back to just haunt them right now. And same with yeah. Jersey. Jersey can't fucking get goaltending right now. So I don't know yeah. this answer. Yeah, but I think at the end of the day too, I think the big factor is like goalies have to play. Like goalies can't sit for like five, ten days without playing, and then be good. You know, they need to play. Like that was a whole thing about Anderson. Anderson needed to play fifty, sixty games a season just to be ready for the playoffs. Yeah. And now, you know, because he's not playing, he's getting hurt. I mean, his body could be breaking down too. But you know, these are factors. Yeah, definitely, I agree with you. And and. Part of the reason that the Leafs had to keep signing just so many good goaltenders, thank God, is that just I can't tell oh, you how many times again. Buffalo? Buffalo just scored again. Yeah. Oh, okay. there you go. They just put a, you know, my boss is a Sabres fan. I'm not going to hear the end of it tomorrow. So this is fucked. Yeah, you're going to have a call. You should call him sick tomorrow. No, it's the fucking Christmas party. Happy holidays, everyone. Fuck's sakes. Uh, this is <laughs> This is actually <laughs> so. I should never wear the jersey. Yeah, this is yeah, like just getting run up. Oh, of course. Just, the, the Leafs defense, Mark, uh, Riley, who we were just seeing his praise, yeah. looks like he's in bed hockey out there right there, right now. Him at Lilligren, right. maybe, maybe should have been injured still. All right, well, we're not going to count this game towards this podcast. Yeah, it, I'm, I'm going to scratch this, this L down. I'm going to make it, before I just had it as a maybe. Okay, uh, Bob, let, let's get in, let, let's huh. um, get into buds and duds because uh, yeah. we, we talked a lot about a lot of things going on right now, but this is like just, uh, I if I was a Leaf fan right now, I would be at the border ready to come home. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's it. Three with seven minutes left, and the Leafs, you know, they can't get these big Buffalo defensemen. They're just tying up the Leafs in front and just pushing them away. I oh, mean, this is a trend. Fuck, fuck, Buff, fuck Buffalo. Overrated. Big bodies. Yeah, they look Buffalo. massive on the ice, but they look slow as shit. They just, and you know what it is? Like, yeah, I'm a complete hater because the one thing is, is like the Sabres just always have our number. Uh, how many times in the Ryan Miller yeah. era, whenever Buffalo just beats us, like they're just that one team that always, I don't, God damn, dude. But That's Buffalo true. and the Senators, just for some reason, they are able to just get the Leafs. Leafs have a 10 game winning streak or whatever going on. The Leafs will, will roll in and they'll get their, their asses kicked. Yeah. And the bottom of the barrel, but they play the Leafs like a Stanley cup finals. Yeah. Because it is their Stanley cup final. It is interesting. I mean, Ottawa is so bad this year. I mean, I honestly had Ottawa. Like, I, I saw Ottawa, what they did in the offseason. They won the Cup in, in, in August. Like, they, they were definitely the busiest team in August. Um, but I, I can't get over the fact that they are at the cap limit and in last place. The Phoenix Coyotes are on they're the lowest lowest payroll team in the league, and they are ahead, they are ahead of the Senators. And that's like sixty million dollar difference. It's insane how big how bad the difference is. I'll tell you what, man. I've I've been telling you this for years, but one of the easiest jobs in the world is being a Sens hater because they pay well. They pay well all fucking year. I love it. <laughs> so shit. Are you eating well? You eating well? <laughs> They're so fucking garbage. I, I, listen, I, I had the Sens pegged as this year's Florida Panthers. I thought they were going to sneak into the no. playoffs and. Sneak people and i kept saying well they don't really have goaltending like they have goaltenders that couldn't hack it anywhere else and i was like well you know what they'll be fine they got like really good young defense they got a great offensive core uh they've got a kachuk who's just gonna stir shit up they got the goonie of the green kachucks i you know kachuk would be my favorite player on the leafs that's how much i hate him that's he he would be bar none my favorite player on the leafs if if oh my god they just scored again (laughs) No way. Kyle Opozo with a, with a, he, the puck landed in front of him. He just turned and shot. There's a fucking joker with a Phil Kessel jersey. Ugh. Um, nine, three. 
shit show. Um, if you had to pick a Kachuk brother, who would you have? Brady? Oh, yeah, 100%. How do, you, I, I, how, do you, how do you let Buffalo put up a fucking nine spot? Fuck it. Let's let's flip this fucking podcast and just rip on these guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, the, the, the defense, like the the Sabres have been pressing. And I've only watched half the game. Uh, the the Leafs, oh, sorry, the Sabres are pressing the Leafs and they're not giving them a chance. And they're tying them up when they're in their own zone. None of the Leafs skaters can get into the blue paint, even close to it. If, I, if, I'm, the, if I'm the Leafs right now, Third and fourth line all night, baby. Put put the Gooners out. I'd, I'd put Samsonov back out. Listen, Sammy, here's what we're going to do. You're either going to drink some Russian vodka and change your life right now, or you're going to get a goals against of like 65, okay? Because Man, I can't take this any longer. Yeah, at this point, with the amount of Leaf fans that are in the stands, there's definitely a, like a former junior A goalie or somewhere in the crowd. Just give them the <laughs> pat. Like, just, just do yeah. it. What is uh, Petrozelli doing right now? Like, let's go. Let's get him in the college guy. All right. All right. Uh, let's get some buds and duds. Okay. Yeah. Ba, 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 ba. All right. Buds and duds. Um, I said it earlier. I'm going to start off my number one A1, which is probably going to be yours as well. Mr. Austin Matthews. Just lighting it up. Just looking like the Mexican god he is. Um, I, I, we said it already. I'll say it again. Matthews, career year. And you know what? I'm here for it. Uh, yeah, I completely agree with you 100%. He is my A1 as well, and I'll give my A2 right after, so I'll go next. But just everything you said, like, and, and the fact that he already signed his contract, he actually loves being a Leaf, and, and all the other aspects of his game, like I said, big body, he's good in the draw, like he's a leader on the off the ice on this team. Not tonight, but even though he scored a nasty goal. Fuck, I'm still so pissed off about this score, and my boss is going to rip it. But you know what? Austin Matthews is definitely my 1A. Now going into yeah. A2, I'll flip them. Okay. Uh, I've already said his name. For me, it's Captain Morgan Riley, Captain Mo. This guy right now is our best defender. I really like McCabe. I'm glad Lilligren's back there. And you know what? All the Just a quick shout-out, too, because they're not going to make the buds and duds, but like Legacy, Benoit, those guys do not look out of place right now for third-line defenders on this team in the NHL. They've been very serviceable, so kudos to them. But this just makes Morgan Riley's season stand out even more because he is a leader on that back line. I, I truly believe, even though I can, I agree with the Tavares and the captain. And I said this on the pod at the time, where I always thought Mo should have been the next captain. Like he has just been I totally since remember that day one a true leaf since we've drafted him. He's loved it. I everybody remembers Brian Burke. You know, if we had the first overall pick that year, we would have took Morgan Riley still. And you know what? He was the best player out of that top five, basically, in the draft. And it's just, yeah, he he automatically is going to get that A2 spot because he, like I said, has been leading that blue line. All right. My number two is uh, Willie Styles. We talked about how great his season's been, how he's on pace for a great, an absolute career-setting pace. He is going to charge the Leafs maybe 11 million bucks. Um, but I'm here for it. No. Willie Styles. You know what? I, I think he's going to be a ten million dollar guy. I think that's what it's, it's got to be. Yeah, he. You know, they're, yes, they're, he's going to be a ten million, and he deserves it. But I fucking hate that we're the only market where we're just like, our guys do well, and we're just like, yeah, let's give them as much money as fucking possible. I don't so think I don't think the answer is as much money. I, I think I think honestly, I think the answer is probably ten million bucks. Um, you know, he he has done this year what we all expected from him for years. Um, and I think he's just like really comfortable in his body right now. And I think you see that in his play. Uh, he's been, I, the second half of this game that I've been watching, I missed the first half, but he has been buzzing around the net. He hit the post earlier in the third period. I don't know how much that would have changed this outcome, but I picked him today in my picks. Uh, I need him to get a goal. So if you could, that'd be great. But outside of that, I think Willie's had an outstanding season and I'm here for it. So my number two is Willie and um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I, I'm just going to say my third now because you already said it. Morgan Riley is my third, but, and I think Morgan Riley again, career year, just like, just like the other two guys on this list. Um, and with all these three guys firing, you don't see Mitch miss those bad games. Um, and that's what it really comes down to for me is like, you know, they're picking up the slack. Um, and then Mitchie comes back and has a great game. I'll let you do your number two and three, and then I'm going to get into some honorable mentions. 
Yeah. Uh, so again, so album number two for me was Riley. So number three would have been Joe Wall before the injury. And a special shout out to him because he absolutely took the crease. And before Austin Matthews just started lighting it up again, he might have even been my number one spot because that guy is Legit. just so instrumental in our success this season, especially when he comes back as well. Like it's almost his job to lose with how well he was playing. So since he's injured, my number three, and I've been holding on to this, wanting to yell it from the mountain top, is Matthew fucking nice. After that Gordy well, Howe hat trick in that game, holy fuck, this guy is going to be a stud. Let's just honestly, the Growlers actually, I don't want to move them because they might have the sickest jerseys. And, and it's just Legit, sick to be moving yeah. them. But, but Arizona needs to just become a leaf factory at this point after these two guys. <laughs> like, let's just set it up the in the city of the team. Officially, let's just be the Arizona Leafs for a little bit. We'll mark it out there. I don't care because this guy is a Phoenix, star. Ontario, baby. Yeah, Phoenix, he's Ontario. throwing. He's throwing his body. He is dangling. He is putting the puck on net. Everybody was worried. The one point Matthew Nyes when he was uh, junior U.S. and he was coming up before the team was his skating. It looks great out there. Like I mean, this guy, he is still on his rookie contract, but. Uh, when he is on the ice, I am fired up. Let's go. Yeah, I agree. I, and I love watching him. And he he is he's bigger, better Nick Robertson to me. He's makes things happen. He's a very efficient guy. Throwing the body, using the body. Uh, I'm a fan. All right, honorable mentions. Uh, Got to go to Captain Captain Johnny O. Um, John Tavares with a thousand points. Yeah. Well done. Um, love. You know, I. I Oh, and here we go. Punches no. are being thrown in Buffalo. Oh. Uh, it looks like some hugging. In a 9-3 game, imagine that. And uh, just Anyone knocked out? No. No, no. It, it's Benoit and Thompson are kind of shoving nicely. Uh, everyone else is just kind of holding hands. Okay. Um, JTO with 8,000 points. Um, so that count. That's an honorable mention. Bertuzzi, because he's turned it on quite a bit. And I got to throw out uh, Noah Gregor for just, you know, Noah Gregor is found money, PTO. Uh, Cheryl, Cheryl and I were talking about today. You know, just, I, how did I say this? It looks like he's living out a dream right now. And I feel like if any of us lived in a Disney movie and we're like walking across the street, we happen to hold a hockey stick and like Sheldon keeps like, hey, you, you play hockey? We need a fourth line left winger. And I'm like, yeah, I'm in. That's Noah Gregor. Like, Noah <laughs> Gregor is leaving all of our dream. And I'm here for it. Noah Gregor, honorable mention. A hundred percent agree with that mention. I mentioned him earlier. The guy is sick. And I went to the last uh, Buffalo Toronto game when they were in Toronto and Buffalo beat us. He is so fast, especially in person. I mean, he actually drives the play somewhat when he's on the ice it looks like because of his speed like he is such a good find yeah yeah great shout yeah, out and, to him and, and, and you know you said earlier like maybe one of Trilavine's like Trilavine's two signings and Reeves and um Klingberg on the energy uh, injured reserve whatever or injured I should just say um not looking great but Gregor Domi those guys are looking really good uh, Bertuzzi, I mean, like we said, like Bertuzzi's really turned it around. He's really kind of found a spot, second line, looking great. Um, those signings look great. So, true living for me, like they were giving them some shit. I don't really think true living here as a leaf so far has been bad. I think it's been different, and I think that's what throwing. We we were so tied into do this trucks process. We're only going to get better. Fine tune the analytics, fine tune the analytics, fine tune the analytics. And then true living came in. And he's like, you know what we need? We need, and I fucking hate, it. I'm about to say this. We need more snot. I hate when all the fucking guys in Toronto media, like they got more <laughs> snot, blah, blah, blah. Cause true yeah. living said it fucking once. Cause he was uh, in a brain scramble, you know, like, but they got that grit. That's what they needed. They're a much better team than they were last year. And some teams, most teams, when they come and play Toronto or when they're playing Toronto, are leaving black and blue. And I'm, I'm here for that, too. So, 
Yeah, we're one of the leading teams in hits, if not the leading team in hits right now. We so. are the leading team in hits, and when when that was brought up to uh, she uh, she wow she uh, Keith when that yeah it's 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 his whole name it's his yeah whatever when it was brought up to Keith he's like yeah but like that doesn't win you games like that doesn't that doesn't fucking matter that you did the league in hits that doesn't matter um, and I couldn't agree more it doesn't matter except it kind of does matter so that's that. <laughs> All right, game's over. Final nine three. God damn it! All right, Bob. Nah, you didn't put up ten, bitch. Yeah, you losers. You fucking losers. Yeah, fucking Buffalo. You're still in Buffalo, <laughs> Buffalo. All the Buffalo yeah. teams. Yeah. All right. All right. Give me your number one dud. Oh, thank you, because that is easy. It is Sam Sonov right now for me. Yes. You, sir, were not necessarily the answer, but you gave us our first playoff series win, even no matter how much we crawled and scratched our way out of that. You had that, and you went to arbitration. You got a reasonable number. I mean, it's not like a fired-up thing, but I was pretty confident that him and what Joe Wall had shown at the end of the year, it's like, yeah, we can work with this. It's just going to be kind of patch it together, but we've got just like good consistent starters and it's almost like what ray ferraro says on overdrive not to steal his words is like you don't need to be the best but you definitely can't be the worst and we just need we just need good goaltending and i thought in the season okay no problem samsonov has completely shit the bed and goaltending is such a mental like weirdo position goaltenders we all have goalie friends who are just weirdos okay love them to death you need them for your team. That's why we love them. But it's just, if, if the wheels fall off, the wheels can really fall off and they, they go spiraling into a hole. And that seems to be, especially in this Buffalo game, seeing like they're talking about his just body posture. He's very dejected right now. And he needs to find a way out of this because with wall injured, this is probably the best and, and maybe last chance of your career, unless something really turned around to, to show that you're a starter. And like you're on the Leafs, like with Austin Matthews, Willie Marner, JT, like you know, pretty confidently can say we're a playoff team. Well, like, what better scenario do you want as a goalie? Yeah, a hundred percent. I couldn't agree with you more. He seems like there was a handful of guys: Bertuzzi, Marner, um, Domi, Brody. Like, there was a handful of guys who just hadn't found their footing yet in the season. Marner has that breakout game where he gets a hat trick. Bertuzzi's really turned it around. It looks like TJ Brody's remembered how to skate. Like, there are enough factors that have turned those guys around. Samsonov hasn't, like, hasn't had that. He had, like, one good game all season. And I I could probably pull up his, his stats, but... He's probably had one good game all season. That is not a good. That is not a good stat to have. Uh, here we are. Uh, let's see here. Goals against five. Oh, that's tennis game. Never mind. Uh, okay, I can't find it off the top of my head. Here, I can. Uh, I can so tell you right now. Me. I can. I, I pulled it up. Okay, dude. So his uh, first. You. His first three games, or yeah. Like this guy basically was letting in two to three goals a game. And then in the last month and a half, it has been five goals given up, six goals given up, four goals given up, four goals given up, four goals given up. It's just like he's letting so much in and goals that should not go in. Like, I don't know if you saw the one goal tonight. It just hit his glove and flopped in. Like, you have to have that. I didn't see that. Yeah, 100%. And, but, and that's, that's been him. Like, that's kind of where he's kind of been that where it's just, it seems like everything's been wrong for him. They were trying to make some excuses and bullshit for him today in overdrive, being like, he's got a young kid at home. Everyone knows when you have a young kid, it takes you out of your, your uh, rhythm, out of your uh, routine. Yeah, I don't give a shit, dude. You're a professional athlete <laughs> making $3 million. You have the fucking money to get a fucking nanny or something. You're telling me you can't get your Russian mother in to fucking deal with, deal with this kind of shit. Like, there are things you can do to make this happen. Uh, and we're just not seeing it. 13 games played this year. Fucking five wins. What, what's his goals against? Three and a half. Oh, get out of here. Safe percentage of 878. Fuck off. One shot. I don't give a shit. Fuck off. Last year, you were 919. Yeah. Oh, 
get out of here. Okay. Um, number two. My number two is uh, Ricky Bobby, a.k.a. Nick Robertson. Uh, just, again, same same thing as before. It's really hard to find duds on the, on the team right now because the team, excluding tonight, obviously, uh, has been firing. But, again, I just find him – he's trying really hard. He's making some things happen. But when you're on a team with fucking killers like Austin Matthews, Willie Nealander, like Mitch Martin, like you have – you just have to be better. I don't see it with Nick Robinson. This was a hard one to pull. My next guy's going to be a joke. We're both going to laugh about it. But number two, Ricky Bobby, just not doing it for me. And again, I don't want to trade him because I know he's going to be amazing on any team he goes to. I just want him to be better. I'm not disappointed. I just want you to do better. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. And yeah, it's, it's kind of hard to pull duds from here. I mean, I, I get the points you're making. So hard to disagree, even though it, yeah, you can't. Uh... <laughs> I want to put my dud right now as uh, us playing the Buffalo fucking Sabres, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your dud's going to be your boss tomorrow when he comes in and he's just like, sorry, I can't hear you. Nine to three? Did you say nine to three? I might have already said this on a previous episode. I don't know because this guy. But but folks, just to let you know what I deal with quickly, okay? This is my dud. This guy is a Buffalo Sabres. Washington Commanders in the NFL, New York Mets, and Arsenal fan. I mean, you could not choose four teams to let you down consistently unless you lived in Toronto and chose them. It is unbelievable, and yet he is the biggest chirper of all time. It is uh, happy holidays. This is my gift to him. He's going to have a good day. So my final dud is not a player, but a scenario. And this scenario is... (laughs) Coach Keith, after we score a goal, putting the fourth line on the ice. As much as I like these guys, fucking knock it off. You are killing all momentum. I can't tell you how many times this season that we have built up momentum. Say we're down or it's a 0-0 game or a tied game. We score. As soon as we score, he's taking the guys off the ice and putting the fourth line on while the other team is putting their first line on. Why are you allowing them the chance to go into our zone and build momentum and take it away from us? Like, I'm not saying, oh, man, Matthew's just scored. He better be on for another two minutes and completely gassed. What I am saying is you throw the second line or whatever the next best line of the night is on right after to keep the momentum, whoever is hot. Stop putting on these lower lines like you're a house league coach and everybody has to play because the parents are going to be mad because they're paying for it. Like, holy shit. 100%. Positive. All right. Who? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. My number three, and I won't give him a half dud. And I should also mention Robinson. Robertson for me was also half dud. But uh, Klingberg, you know, we all all know it. I'll kick uh, a man when he's down. 100%. 100%. Again, <laughs> we're, we're picking out scraps here. Klingberg, for me, honestly, I really like him PK1. I, or, sorry, PP, PP1. I really like him there. I thought he was just a different look, a guy who wasn't afraid to shoot the puck, which it seems like most strong defensemen just want to deal. And I get that because you have the best sniper in the world and Austin Matthews on your team. Why wouldn't you want to just pass him off to the sniper, let him get it, you collect the A's, and you go home? Uh, but Klingberg was nice to see early on on PP1, not afraid to shoot, except for that one time uh, in overtime. I can't remember who they're playing, maybe Boston. And he shot it into a pile of people and a fucking deflected off a shin pad. They went the other way, scored in the scored, game. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Klingberg, for that reason, I mean, I, I, it's too bad that he's injured or on the island, whatever. But I, I hope that he, honestly, my dream for Klingberg is he gets the surgery, heals up, and is back in time for playoffs and helps contribute in oh, playoffs. Wow. But if that doesn't happen, I don't care that about that either. So he, Muzzin. I, I think there's a chance he's done. Yeah, Muzzin, Klingberg, and Murray, um, all guys uh, that will have their banners, their jerseys retired in the MasterCard Center with Leafs practice. As a reminder to all Leafs everywhere that – Robert Das Island has room for you if you fuck up. Yeah, Joffrey Lupul's waiting for drinks with you on the beach. So just, just wait. <laughs> jo- Joffrey Lupul is sunbathing in the smallest bathing suit ever. 
Open tarp, yeah. Yeah, claiming he's not into guys, but also hired two pool boys to be at this resort. All right, Bob, my man, who's your? Who, do you have a last one, or was it was it two slim pickings? No, it was slim pickings this month. Good, good. Except for this one at, uh, game tonight, good on the Leafs so far. Yeah, I agree. I, again, like tonight was an absolute shit show of a game, but seven hundred uh, winning percentage in hockey will get you to the playoffs. Currently in second place in the Atlantic. Go Leafs, go. Go Leafs, go, baby. All right. That being said, this is Leaf Edition, the last one of the year, my man. When this, uh, when the next Leaf Edition happens, we'll be crowning the 2024 year. I'm excited. That's ba, you guys just recorded Mustard, right? Uh, we are about to record it, actually. Okay, awesome. That will be out. This will be out. Uh, might be the last ones of the year. I'm not 100% sure yet. I actually have, uh, I recorded uh, self-therapy yesterday, so I'm just trying to figure out if I had this really, um, I got really elevated, and then I decided to talk about religion, <laughs> and it was a very oh, interesting boy. conversation I had with myself. Yeah. So I don't know if I'm going to record that yet. I need to listen back to it, see if it's actually makes any sense. That being said, go Leafs, go. This is our year, right, Ba? It's always our year. Go, Leafs, go. All right. Fuck me, right? <laughs>